Welcome to Estrepreneur, a podcast for entrepreneurs doing business and life God's way. Each week, we discuss biblical and practical tips to improve your mind, business, spirit, and finances. Listen along as I speak with special guests on how to thrive in all aspects of life. Hi, I'm Edna, a certified John Maxwell executive coach and trainer and founder of Favor and Wealth, where we help the good guys win. So tune in as we bring on the light. Well, hello, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you guys are tuning from. I am very excited about today's show. I have an amazing guest um, that I know you guys are going to be getting some wisdom nuggets from this woman of God and a successful entrepreneur. Um, I met her actually through NAPW. Um, uh, her name was Carissa Littlejohn. I don't know if you guys seen her yet. She might be famous. So <laughs> she, she appeared on, um, was it, uh, what was the name of the- uh, Good Morning America. Oh, Good Morning America. I was going to say Fox. Like, Good Morning America. Yes. And um, her business just took off. And I've been watching this lady from, you know, from, from the distance and uh, have seen just- where she started and to where she is now. And one thing, and that's why I love having her on the show, is the fact that she acknowledged God throughout the whole process. And not many people do that, you know. Um, from the very beginning, she's always been upfront that, you know, God is awesome, God did this, God did that. And, you know, from someone who's a fellow believer, and, uh, you know, I admire that, I appreciate that, because that's what I this podcast is about like I want to show to the world that God is awesome and that biblical principles work and that yeah the world shows their successes you know but it's time for believers you know sons and daughters of God to rise up in this season and be able to share the things that God is doing not just in their life but in the in their business in the marketplace so um yeah so let me kind of give a little brief introduction when I met Carissa. Um, actually, we uh, met at an NAPW event, and I remember she was just smiling, and she's just so sweet, and she was just very, she was like, it's kind of like a social butterfly. She was saying hi to everybody, talking to everyone, and um, seeing her in a few events, and what I love about her is she's all about collaboration. I just remember she was reaching out to um, several of the women in the NAPW group, and it was all about, you know, just surrounding herself with those that will um, build her up and that's who she can build as well because iron sharpens iron. And, you know, I truly believe in that, that you need a community that's going to support you um, through this transition and this journey of entrepreneurship. And so without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and allow Carissa to share a a little bit about herself and her family and um and kind of go from there so carissa also known as Kay, um can you share us a, share with us a little bit about yourself what you do and your specialty yes absolutely so as mentioned my name is carissa littlejohn i am based here in houston texas i am a mom of two beautiful kids uh 18 year old and a six year old so big age gap there um, my business is She Flies Solo as well as Nurses Travel Network. In the business, we do luxury international retreats for nurses, just providing the space for them to get away, to reset, to take care of themselves. Um, 
just like they're always taking care of everybody else. And can you tell us how long you've been in business? So, gosh, that's a, always a difficult question. So yeah. I've been, I started the business, what turned into my business about six years ago. So I started it off as a travel blogger. I was blogging about solo travel. After I got set up on a trip for my 30th birthday to go to Las Vegas, I fell in love with solo travel. Yeah. And so I started blogging about that. From there, I went into hosting events for women pertaining to budget travel and solo yeah. travel. I was meeting a lot of women who like the idea of solo travel, but they're like, I don't really want to go by myself. I'm still scared. Yes, you said that it's safe. Yes, you said that you've been uh -huh. here and been there, but I'm still not comfortable with it. Yeah. So in 2017, we launched our retreats. They were small group retreats for women that were open to everyone. Um, and I niched down to nurses in 2018. And yes, business owners, it's about finding your niche. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Specializing in something. Um, it's huge. And I know I've seen some of your Facebook live videos and you talked about um, that as well, the health special specializing in something and finding your tribe is important. Mm -hmm. And um, so tell us a little bit about that. Um, I guess that epiphany as far as like, when did you decide, okay, how, like talk to us about that journey from going from just doing solo travelers to specializing in nurses. Like what, how did that process look like? Um, it was a slow process. Like I said, it's been going on for about six years. Yeah. Um, people are now seeing the success, the fruits of my labor, but yeah. you know, it's been a long time coming. Um, transitioning from just talking about um, traveling by myself, yeah. Um, came when there were so many people that were reaching out that didn't feel like they could do it. Yeah. So I've always loved connecting with people. Like that's yeah. me. Like you said, I'm, I'm actually very introverted, but I love people. Like I love conversation. I love yeah. connecting. So as these people were reaching out, like, Hey, how are you doing this? Um, they think that I'm extroverted. I'm like, you don't have to be extroverted yeah. to, to go out and do things by yourself. You don't have to be extroverted to, to meet people. So as I was making those connections with the, those women, I was seeing that there was a need for this. Like yeah. women needed to be connected with one another. Women needed to be connected with like-minded individuals yeah. who wanted to do the same thing that they were doing. Yeah. So I think that as we get older, forming those connections is a little bit more difficult. You have to be super intentional. Yeah. And so for me, understanding that and then understanding that some people just don't really know how to make those connections yeah. made me want to put those groups and events together that put women who enjoyed the same thing in the same room so that they could be together. Yeah. Um, from going to working with all women to going to working with nurses, when we first launched our retreats for, uh, for women, I was having a really, really hard time filling them, but there were a lot of nurses that were showing up. And so when I noticed that trends, mm -hmm. I got my little drop into my spirit, Holy Spirit yeah. whispering into my ear that, yeah. hey, you should do something just for nurses. Yeah. So I got that idea um, in December. I sat on that idea for seven months. I was like, okay, God, like, oh, I, I know that these nurses are showing up, but there's four of them. I don't, I don't know any other nurses besides these individuals and my mom. My mom didn't want to travel with me. 
Um, so I was just fearful because I'm like, okay, God, I hear that you have given me this idea, but how is this going to work? Like, I, I don't, I didn't see how it could be something that was profitable. I didn't see how I was going to be able to know the 20, 30,000 nurses that I now know. Um, and it wasn't until I was really backed up into a corner. So March of 2018, I decided that I was going to quit my job and go into this full time. Yes. And I was still How trying to that? do it. Huh? How was that? Like going um, in there? <laughs> it, was, it was crazy. I actually backed myself into a corner with this. So I had been tired of my job for like two years. Yeah. And I was just afraid to move. Um, it got to a point where I was very, very busy focusing on my business and I was just slacking on my job. So it was work from home. I got written up and they told me that the job was no longer work from home. I would need to come into the office every day. And I turned in my two weeks notice right then and there. Right. Um, I didn't have, I didn't have this huge business plan. I really didn't know how I was going to survive. Um, I hadn't launched nurses travel network yet, but, um, Yes, it was it was a really up and down journey. I quit that March, that April. I sunk into a very, very deep depression. Mm-hmm. I was really sad. I had lost my sister that December and mm-hmm. just combine, combining that with trying to run this business that was not bringing in enough income, yeah. I, it was just horrible. So um, as I was going through, trying to figure out, okay, what to do next, fast forward to June, God is like, okay, you're going to have to do some sort of collaboration in order to get this thing going yeah and it's funny because I never made any money from my blog but what blogging taught me is how influencer marketing works yes so reached out to this influencer that my best friend told me about asked her if she would come on board to host one of our one of our trips um she was pricey (laughs) Uh, but all she needed was this six hundred dollar deposit yeah coincidentally because that's how God works, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I have $600 left on my credit card. Yeah. And so I transfer my balance from one PayPal account to another, yeah. pull it out of there, pay her. We launched the trip. The trip sells out in three days. So I go from having $0 to $8,000 in three yeah. days. And yeah. everything just took off from there. Like we yeah. have sold out all of our retreats for the first half of 2021 during a global pandemic where travel is on hold. Mm-hmm. Um, we're constantly growing. Um, and I mean, I'm just, it just gives me chills just thinking about like how good God is and how yeah. we have to really take those ideas and run with it, even when yes. we don't know where it's going. I never would have thought that talking about traveling solo would turn into a whole business running retreats. Yeah. And you know, that's been the common thread as I speak with, and for those of you guys who are listening, entrepreneurs, um, that they just, God gives them a divine inspiration, a divine idea, and they don't have all the parts. They don't have all the answer. They just literally take that leap of faith. It's like jumping off this boat and just walking on water and just trusting that God has already you know, or orchestrated your footsteps and will give you everything you need. And I love hearing that um, with your story as well. Can you tell us a little bit about, you know, your um, walk with God? Like, how did you come to know Jesus? So I was raised going to church. My parents are Seventh-day Adventists. Okay. So we went to church all my life. Yeah. Um, in my teenage years, I went through a season where I was raped. 
Mm -hmm. um, I was in abusive relationships yeah. and that relationship with God kind of diminished. So for about age 14 to age 25, wow, my walk with God was like non-existent. Like I believed because that's what I was taught, yeah. but I didn't have a relationship with God. Yeah. And so I had a bad alcohol addiction. Mm -hmm. um, I was doing drugs. And I remember coming into my apartment one day and I had a bottle of Sky Vodka and I just was drinking it and I just started praying. I'm like, God, you know, I cannot live like this anymore. Like, I just, mm -hmm. I can't, this is too much. Yeah. Um, and I woke up the next day and like the desire to drink was gone. So I didn't drink for nine years. I have started drinking again, just full disclosure. <laughs> um, <laughs> but for, when y'all see me with a glass of wine, don't be like, yeah. oh, no. But that desire was gone for nine years. Wow. Um, and Instant like this? Like it's like instant. I woke up the next morning and I did not desire to drink anymore. Like we think that sometimes, well, Sometimes God does things instantly. Sometimes it's a process. With yeah. that, it was a process. And he is like, you know what? I can break any chains on you that you need me to. Like, I am here for you. You are not alone. I just remember for once feeling like there was somebody that was fully in my corner. Mm -hmm. um, I actually didn't start going back to church till about two years later. Mm -hmm. um, found a church home that I loved and just found a whole sense of peace that I hadn't felt yeah. in years. Um, so that's how my relationship has, has gone with God. Um, I continue to put him first. I continue to acknowledge the fact that I can't do any of this without him. Yeah. Like if he hadn't have came to me in the room that day, like I probably would have been dead. I mean, I was just drinking heavily. I was doing drugs. Like he saved my life. Yeah. And I know that I owe all of that to him. Yeah. And for me not to pursue my purpose would be, you know, an insult to the opportunity that he gave me for a second chance. Yeah. That's so good, Carissa, because I, you know, and you mentioned something key purpose, you know, I, I believe that a lot of people are just existing and going through the actions and thinking that that's what they're supposed to be doing. But if you really get to that point where you have an intimate relationship with the Lord, um, he'll reveal to you what he's called you to do, you know, mm -hmm. specifically. And not only will he reveal to you, but he'll guide you and help you walk those things out. And um, will guide like as far as like surround you with people that it's just gonna, you know, um, it's kind of like, you're um, giving you the tools that you need to continue to grow that particular um, desire that's within you that God has created you for you to do. Um, so maybe let, that will lead us to our next question. What is your why? You know, why, why do you do what you do? My why is I never want people to feel like they're alone. Yeah. I want people to know that there's always at least one person that loves them. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Like, I just remember what it's like to be alone. So connecting people with, with others like this, that's my why. That's my driving force. Because I never want people to, to think that nobody cares for them. 
You know, it's funny how they say like, you know, your biggest ministry is where you bled, you know, and it's, mm -hmm. and it's like the things that you like, it's funny if you look at your business and it's like, you know, she flies solo, right. Or it's about flying, being alone. And then that's your whole mission is so that people don't feel alone so that you create this community. I think it's just amazing how God really can take our pain, our shame, the things that we've gone through, our battles and use that somehow for his glory. And it, and uh, one thing I've learned in life is the things that you've gone through. And I've, obviously I have my own journey. You have your own journey. It really isn't about you per se. It's about the people <laughs> that God is going to use you, you know, to touch and minister to. And that is like, that's how just how strategic God is. Like it's, it's really, um, and that's one thing I've learned also is to be able to embrace those storms, you know, because a lot of people, they don't like trials and tribulations and struggles and you know pain and it's and maybe because they don't really see the big picture but once you're out of it and you could and I feel like you know in the Israelites like you could stay in that wilderness for a very long time or you can just submit to the process and get out of there pretty quickly um so the sooner you surrender the sooner the Lord is going to provide a way for you to get out of the situation and then use that for his glory um can you tell us um about your biggest, the biggest challenge you face. I know you've shared some of your um, challenges already, but what is the biggest challenge you face as an entrepreneur and how did you overcome it? I would say the biggest challenge that I faced was outside of COVID-19 and the <laughs> travel industry yeah. shutting down yeah. is, is loneliness. Yeah. It's loneliness. Like people don't tell you it's not it's not all glamorous. Like people yeah. see, they look at the Instagram feed and they're like, oh my gosh, she's yeah. here. She's in Bali. She's in Dubai. She's, I'm like, that's a very small part of what I actually do. Right. The majority of my time is spent at my house in front of my computer, putting yes. things together, you know, doing the legwork that, that's not glamorous, <laughs> like that people are not posting about on Instagram. Yeah. And so, um, just embracing just being alone so much. I didn't realize how much I actually liked having coworkers and, and laughing. I didn't necessarily enjoy that job, but I enjoyed being around people. Yeah. So just being more intentional about putting myself out there, going to those networking events, yeah. going to where people are, co-working space and all those things. Yeah. It, it's important because we're not meant to be in isolation. That's right. We're not meant to do this journey alone. Um, yeah. I now have three team team members yeah. um, that work with me, and yes, yeah, so entrepreneurs get get around people. Don't isolate yourself. Right, right. No, and then that's I think that's huge too because it's like what you said. You know, God even created you know, family units because they're supposed to be in a family, and there are two or more are you know gather together he's in our midst so i really believe that applies to business as well where yeah let's say you are a solopreneur maybe you don't have a team but collaborating or being part of a community with other entrepreneurs that may complement each other in your business um, and work together that way so creating that um community and support group really does help you get through those transitions but mm -hmm. also being able to embrace being alone as well, I think it's important because, you know, as you know, you know, not everyone's, sometimes when God tells you something, everyone might go against what you're, what God has told you to do. And it's like, yes. to to, man or God. And I know it's like counterintuitive, but sometimes it's, you have, and I've, I've heard so many people say this, like, Seasons of aloneness is also good because that's when you really can 
get to know you as your core, who you mm -hmm. are, and just allow God to minister to you and speak to you and give you inspiration that you might not get through other people, but it's just between you and God and be okay with it. Absolutely. I'm like, if I had listened to the naysayers oh, yeah. who didn't believe in my vision, I was like, I would, I would still be in corporate America yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. or, or laid off or fired because the oil and gas industry is super unpredictable. Yeah, but yeah. like you said, people don't have your vision. Like you, they don't know what God told you to do or why he told you to do it. Exactly. Um, my, my parents are just now acknowledging the fact that I have a successful business. Yeah. Um, that was from being on Good Morning America. I had to get on yeah. a national TV show for them to be like, oh, wait, what are you? Oh, you're really doing something with these businesses. So we have to be willing and able to do it without the applause. Yep. That's huge. Because God is going to reward you. Like he, just because the people that you want to clap for you are not clapping for you does not yep. mean that you're not on the right path. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's been something that I've had to process as well. Like, you know, it's okay. Like yeah. you, don't need the, you don't need the approval. You don't need the applause. God's got you. Yeah, and the cool thing is because you didn't really need men to, you know, their approval. So when you're up there, you, you know, it doesn't take men's approval to to keep you there. Does that make sense? Exactly. So, right? Exactly. So mm -hmm. it's just nice to be like, you know, I have a, I live for an audience of one. That's always been my principle. I'm not here to please, you know, whoever and so forth. And it's nice to have whatever, how many followers and so forth. But at the end of the day, I'm here to to end, you know, my walk in the earth and hear him say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Um, so tell us how you incorporate biblical principles in your business. Um, this was a tough one because I'm like, I just take everything day by day. Yeah. Like, you know, you're supposed to have all of these policies and procedures. I'll use the COVID-19 for an example. Yeah. Um, you know, our, your, our policy is non-refundable. You signed that it's not refundable. We told yep. you to get travel insurance. Yeah. But the the business entrepreneur side might say, okay, you know, that's on them. They signed it. They should have gotten travel insurance. But the Christian in me is like, this needs to be fixed. No, it's yes, you are losing money by doing yeah. this. Yes, you are losing money by changing the policies. But it's not about, everything is not about money. So Sometimes it's about doing the right thing. Would yeah. you want somebody to come at you and say, sorry, no refund, trips canceled, moving on. Yeah. No. So being able to separate myself from being strictly business and represent God in the way that he would want us to yeah. represent him um, is something that I do, I do daily. And sometimes it's a struggle because it's like, okay, I got people who are depending on me to pay them. If I, if I change this and I'm not bringing in the income, then what am I going to do? But yeah. he always shows up and provides abundantly. Yes. So it's been, it's been an amazing journey of understanding that you have to take things day by day. So yeah. that's the, that's the motto that I live by yeah. is one foot in front of the other. Yeah. Um, you know, in all the business classes, they'll tell you, you need a business plan. You need to map out your five-year plan, your three-year plan. And I'm like, okay, God is changing my plans by the day sometimes. Yes. And so just understanding that just do what he tells you to do until he tells you to do something else. Yeah. Is what's going to get you further than any business plan that you can yeah. put together. 
because yeah. there's going to be so many times that you have to pivot and change yes. and being able to be committed to God and not committed to a certain goal is going to be key. Yeah, that's, that's really huge. And it, it, I'm reminded of the scripture says, do not worry about tomorrow or be anxious about those things, but just worry about today. You know, mm -hmm. that's a biblical principle that, you know, you kind of have to learn to live by, especially if you have been in, uh, in this journey of entrepreneurship for, for a minute, right? You know that, yeah, things are unpredictable. The things that happened in my life, I would have not predicted like that would happen. And a lot of times his provision isn't also the way that you thought it was going to happen. A lot mm -hmm. of times it's somewhere somewhere else like wait why well, didn't see that coming okay <laughs> all right <laughs> so it's just um and but that's how, how mysterious god is but he he just and it and that's the reason why i love serving the god that we serve because he just full of surprises and if we choose to trust in him and you know obey his ways and i think that's key it's being obedient and just really realizing that he truly has us in the palm of his hands now, can you tell us um, a wisdom nugget for those who are struggling entrepreneurs right now? Like what would be a, a, some tips or, or a tip? I know you shared a few, but give us another one for struggling entrepreneurs. I would say allow yourself that time to process things, mm -hmm. but then get back up and get back going. Yeah. I think that a lot of entrepreneurs are operating under the mindset that because we are, we're shut down, that they need to shut down their business, that people are not spending any money, that people don't want to do anything. You don't know that this might be your prime opportunity to get in front of the people who need exactly what you have to offer. So yeah. process it, grieve the loss of how you thought your business was going to look in 2020, and get right back up and do what God asked you to do. Also, don't tie your success to outcome. Tie your success to obedience. Yes. Because sometimes we're just like, okay, well, it didn't turn out like I wanted it to, but is that what God asked you to do? Mm -hmm. And if it is, he is going to reward you. And like you said, it might not look like we thought it was going to look, mm -hmm. uh, but it's probably going to look even better. So yeah. just keep going, pick yourself back up. Um, don't worry about the outcome. God's got it. Yeah, so good. That's really good. Um, so what's your personal mantra? Like what, what is that thing that you live by? And I know you've said a few things, but what, if someone would, could sum up your life, like what would it be, Carissa? Um, one foot in front of the other. <laughs> That's what I do. I'm like, I just step one step at a time. I can't worry about step 10. Yeah. I'm only step one. When I get to step two, then I'll worry about step three, step four, step five, yeah. step six. So yeah. that's, that's how easy was it to stay in that narrow path? You know, the way when you're talking, I'm just seeing like a narrow path, you know, there's a wide narrow path and then the narrow path, like just, you know, when you're getting bombarded with so many different, you know, views and maybe advisors and things like that. And I know for me, I get bombarded with some people trying to give me advice. Hey, do this, do this. It's an opportunity. And then you have to say no to certain opportunities because that, you know, that's not what God called you to do. Like how, how would you encourage entrepreneurs to stay focused on, you know, just taking one step at a time and staying, you know, on that path in front of them? I mean, quite honestly, it's going to be difficult. Like I struggle with it sometimes because you have well-meaning people who are giving you advice that might have worked for them. But understanding that you know what God asked you to do, you know yourself, you know your personality, you know, you know more than you think you do. 
we yeah. look at all these gurus for help and yes we can get assistance mm -hmm. yes we can get tips yes we can get advice but we have to filter that through the lens of okay is this aligned with me my character and is this aligned with what god is asking me to actually do yeah so it can be difficult because you know you see oh my gosh i could have this if i tried this or i could have you know these amazing things and you know it's if it's not what god is asking you to do it's not going to make you happy anyway. yeah yeah i remember when i first hit you know that six-figure mark in my business mm -hmm. and i literally felt exactly the same i was like okay so this is what this is what it's like. Yeah. And God had to pull me back and make me realize how tied I had been into my business, mm -hmm. how that had become my identity. Yeah. And have me spend that time of isolation yeah. <laughs> by myself trying to figure out, okay, who are you outside of this business? That's right. If you can have millions of dollars <laughs> and if you don't right, if you don't know yourself and you're not spending time with your family, yeah. Um, you're just so busy trying to get this thing off the ground. And once you hit that mark, you feel exactly the same. Yeah. You know, that's so good. And I and that's what it comes to and, I, and that's why I said like also the world's view of success you know, or, or wealth and all these things is so different from the way God shows what true prosperity is. For me, wealth is being able to have a choice, you know, am I going to work today? Or am I going to spend time with my family? Am I going to go cook today? Or am I going to go eat out? You know, being able to have this choice where you're not like stuck to, you only have this one option, you know? And so being able to, um, exercise that choice because God has blessed you so much is huge. But the key is, and I, I, I say this because obviously I know you mentor young women as well. I know you, um, you have your mentoring group. I deal with a lot of high school girls and a lot of them say the same thing that their parents, you know, they're successful, but they never see them around. They're always traveling. And, mm -hmm. you know, then they get caught up with whatever things that they're, you know, get caught up in. And sometimes we forget that, our priority should be, you know, the family first and, and everything and the business is just, a, you know, something, something else that you're called to do. But for me, at least my view is that your family should be, you know, your primary focus. Would, would you say, Carissa, it was hard to balance family and business? Oh, definitely. I'm like, my little one's popping in. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> no, I mean, yes, it, it's yeah. definitely hard. Um, with my son growing up, please step back. Thank you. No, it's not. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> um, especially with my son, because my son was involved in a whole lot of sports. Yeah. It's a, when you get into the high school years and they've got practice every single day, they've got four yeah. or five games per week, just all of those things. I felt a lot of guilt about not showing up for every single thing yeah um, and just because i'm like i just i don't have the mental space to make this my whole life yeah. so as a parent we we have to struggle between finding the balance of being a parent being a business owner and then being an individual yes so just just juggling that like okay I, I actually still have to take care of myself I have to have a life outside of my ch children and my business yeah and, and finding that in not feeling guilty about it yeah when we carry so much guilt we're like oh my gosh I missed this miss this milestone miss this milestone this is time that I could be spending with my kids and yes it is yeah but you know it can't be for everything yeah yeah. And then I, and that's really huge. I mean, that's just a lot of wisdom right there for those of you guys who are listening, you know, being able to, um, not make 
well, obviously arrange your priorities based on what God has called us to do, um, but not letting your external things identify who you are and that you also need to have time for yourself. I had to learn that sometimes through people reminding me because I, you know, sometimes my family and my husband will give me a hard time like, uh, no, put your phone down, you know, <laughs> don't take my phone away or don't answer that phone call. And, you know, it's just amazing how, you know, God sometimes re remind you his own way to like, hey, get your priorities in check. Okay, so what is the one thing that you did that you feel changed the growth trajectory of your business? Um, I let go of what I thought life should look like. I thought that I would be married at 25, you know, live this beautiful life with this handsome husband. Um, I thought that my kid would be off, off to school soon. I had a self-sufficient child by that age. And yeah, I had to let go of that and realize like, no, that's actually not the path that God called you to go on. So that's not your, that's not your ministry. And I'm like, just being able to, to, meet so many young women and pour into them and let them know that, hey, you can really do whatever it is that you want to do. Yeah. <laughs> it is okay. Do not let people tell you you can't do what you want to do. Um, and then just embracing change. Yeah. And like understanding when seasons are over. Yeah, that's huge, girl. Seasons. Mm -hmm. <laughs> seasons. Not letting go of the old season and embracing the new thing. Yes. So it's, it's really... It's, it's like you said about pivoting. You know, it's, it's hard for people to pivot, especially if they're, they're, set, they're comfortable, comfortable in those mm -hmm. old ways and the way, the routine. And, and when some things are kind of like eating you in the flesh, meaning like it's like just fighting everything, everything is fighting you on, in the flesh. Like, I don't want to change. Like, this is how, you know, this is how it's always been. And he's pulling you in a different direction, being able to adapt and, and be dynamic in your, in your reaction will only just increase your territory more, expand your territory more, if you're open to God um, changing and shifting things for you. And that obviously takes courage because it you, you can't always move forward if you don't embrace the particular change. Yes. Now, um, so if people are interested in connecting with you or let's say they're a nurse, um, and how would be the, what would be the best way to, um, reach out to you are you are you selling trips right now or is it over everything is sold we out almost well we have spots left on a november trip to phuket everything else is sold out as of right now from january through june That's so um for the nurses the nurses can reach us at nurses travel network um, yeah. across all social media platforms and um website email all that great stuff is info at nurses travel network if you are trying to contact me you can contact me at she fly solo that's s-h-e-f-l-i-e-s -E -E solo um, across all social media platforms and uh, website awesome awesome well at this point i'm going to go ahead and just pray for our listeners right now especially for those who might be and you know, what I'm feeling in my spirit right now is those who are scared of change, you know, sometimes God will tell you to shift directions and it's a scary thing or leave your corporate job or, you know, start that business that 
it seems like the opposite of what you should be doing right now. So let's just go ahead. I'm going to pray for boldness for everybody. And then we're going to get ahead and our, and our show. So Father God, I just thank you so much, Lord, for this time. I thank you for Carissa, Lord, this daughter of yours, oh God, who's just shining, oh Lord God, in the midst of darkness. Father, thank you, Lord, for using her in a mighty way, oh God, to speak life into people's situation and businesses, God. Thank you for her courage, Lord, to share her story with your people, Father. And Lord, I just pray that you just continue to open up the gates of heaven and pour out your blessing upon her and her family, Father. Lord, I thank you for blessing the work of her hands. And I thank you, Lord, for just giving her wisdom, oh God, that's beyond her years, Lord God. Lord, I just lift up my brothers and sisters who are listening to this podcast or watching this video, Father. Lord, I just pray, oh God, if they're in that season, oh God, of, of the standing by the door, oh God, and they don't know what the door is, on the other side looks like. Lord, I just pray that you would just give them, Lord, the courage, oh God, to open up that door and just walk through this adventure with you, oh God, knowing, oh God, that you who begun the good work will be the one to finish it because you are the author and the finisher of their faith, Father. Lord, I know, God, that you're a rewarder of faith, you're a rewarder of obedience, you're a rewarder of trust. And we know, God, that as we hope in you, oh God, we will never, oh God, be disappointed, Father. So, Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for each and every one of them, oh God, who will make that decision today, oh God, to follow you wherever that journey may take them, oh God, that you will just give them, Lord, just the courage, oh God, the strength and the peace that passes all understanding and the joy, oh God, that they cannot contain, Father, for just being obedient to your will, Lord. We love you. We honor you. We thank you, Lord, for what you've done in each and every one of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, sis, thank you so much for joining in. It was so great to have you. And for you guys who are listening, um, we look forward to um, sharing more stories such as this um, in our future episodes. And so tune in, subscribe, like, share, do what you need to do. All right, guys. Love you guys. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on Estrepreneur. Make sure to visit our website, favorandwealth.com, for more information on our services. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help me out too. Also, check out my book, The Ugly Side of Sales, available on Amazon, where I share seven of my secrets on how to win and grow business the right way. Until next time, keep shining. Keep shining.